Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hey everyone, I'm Guile and I tweet at Door Podcast or you can occasionally find me at Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr. And today I'm joined by Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho Spindle. You can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And today we're going to be discussing Brand's first chapter in A Storm of Swords. And with as with many Brand chapters, we start this out from the perspective of Summer the Wolf. So this time Summer is up on a ridge and he's he's basically hunting and he comes across he notices um well he notices a pack of wolves and it's kind of like adorable that he thinks of them as his little cousins which is adorable and he thinks about how he had a pack once and um but one of them you know it's funny cuz he very much separates um ghost from his pack like ghost isn't quite part of his pack and so he thinks about his five plus one, but then he thinks that, no, there's just four. One of the girls was taken away. So he's, you know, where that lady is gone. And he thinks of himself as the prince of the green, the prince of the wolf's wood. And um, he thinks, you know, he remembers his, he calls him his angry brother with the hot green eyes, which makes like, sound like a very attractive person. Um, but it's, you know... <laughs> Obviously, thinking about Shaggy Dog, and you know, last we saw Bran was when um, he when Sha- when Shaggy Ricken and Osha separated from Bran, Hodor, Mira, Summer, and Jojen. So we're kind of getting reminded of um, of how that team split off at the end of a clash of, or they planned to split off at the end of a clash of kings. And so um, you know, he thinks about how the wood the woods belonged belonged to him and. Um, but his sister lady left the woods and entered the halls of man. And that's kind of why she was killed. So it's just this like reject, you know, like the rejection of anything outside of the wild, I guess, like, you know, and I think obviously lady has always been like sort of that civilized wolf and civilization where we think of summer and the rest of the pack as more of like the true wolves and stuff. And of course now my dog is growling. <laughs> Perfect timing. timing. (laughs) She's always pretty reliable for. uh, I don't know if this is her great. She has an enemy. Um, I don't know if it's her enemy or not, but (laughs) anyway, she's just gonna bark, bark and growl. Um, So, um, Summer sees that the pack has taken down a deer, and they're um, they're starting to eat it. And, you know, there's the alpha and his mate that are doing most of the eating. And then there's, like, some other wolves that are kind of waiting around. And then there's, like, the the tail who is, you know, just kind of back aways and just going to pick up the scraps of whatever is left. Kind of knows his place in the pack. And so Summer approaches because he, he wants to eat it. And, um, you know, the, the tail kind of slinks away right away and some of the other ones do. But actually, the alpha wolf doesn't back down from him. And, you know, he's kind of excited um, to get into a fight. So they're fighting around and some of the other wolves get involved and Summer kills one of the other wolves. And um, finally, Summer wins 
And the alpha rolls over on his back to submit. And, you know, Summer's like licking some blood from his fur, doing all that dog stuff. And he's, you know, getting ready to like go and, you know, eat his deer. And then you just hear Hodor. And, um, you know, we get that. No, now it's Bran's thoughts, not the dire wolves. And they're bringing him back. And he really doesn't want to come back. He's really pissed. <laughs> um, Any. Because he. Anytime George does that, like when he's writing, particularly for Bran, when he's writing from Summer's perspective and then ha- like goes back into Bran, it's so good every time. Like I always love um, those parts of Bran's chapters when he's warging in the summer. Yeah. And it's, you know, here it's, you know, the rich, warm taste of blood faded on his tongue. Um, <laughs> he's just really like, I mean, Summer's really food motivated, let's just say. Um, <laughs> so... He, they bring, you know, they bring him back and he's mad because he was going to eat. And Jojen reminds him that, you know, when you're a warg, you, you know, you got to eat. Your, your human body has to eat. It's not like you can survive by your anim- by what your animal is eating. And, um, you know, Mira's out hunting and Jojen wants to know. He, he had asked Bran to do some things the next time he warged. Like he wanted him to mark a tree. Um, you know, do a couple of other things. So obviously I think Jojen's trying to like make sure that Bran keeps him his human self more involved, I guess. Um, and doesn't lose himself in the wolf. So he's like, you know, remember to do these things next time you're in the wolf, and Bran totally forgets to do everything. <laughs> like basically, um, you know, he didn't do anything. And, you know, Jojen tests him. He asks him who he is and who's summer. And, you know, make sure that, you know, you guys are two different beings and everything. And, um, you know, Bran is just, you know, Bran is really, like, I'm not sure the right way to put it. He's, he's really invested in being in Summer and is, like, he's still really, you know, he's still really upset about not being able to walk, like, obviously. And so, you know, that freedom of movement and doing what he wants to do is really important for him. So being in summer kind of gives him that opportunity. And he thinks in this chapter too, about how, you know, Mira and Jojen are making all of these decisions for him. And he's really, you know, he's frankly really upset by it. Like he just feels like he has no control of the situation. And I think that his control only comes from when he's in summer at this point. It seems like he's close to saying, Hey, I'd rather just be in, you know, running around this summer all the time yeah i mean and i think that's what jojen is trying to like protect him from if that makes sense yeah so they're they're basically in the i think they're in the middle of the wolfswood here and they're calling it tumble down tower and there's no villages there's a lot of game and fish and no one would ever find them basically so they're in like a really safe spot and um you know they're kind of you know Jojen's trying to teach him everything that he knows, but I think, you know, Jojen is pretty honest with the fact that he doesn't really know what Bran needs to know. And, um, you know, they're, they're trying to decide what to do. And, and basically, you know, Jojen's like, you know, our, we need to go, if you want to learn more, we need to go beyond the wall. We need to find the crow. And, um, Mira, I think Mira is kind of like, we should stay here and wait out the war. And Bran is thinking of, um, you know, what, what Brandon, his heart wants to do is he wants to find Rob. Like he wants his big brother 
and to bring him back to Winterfell and to make everything the way it was. But he, you know, when Lewin was dying, he was giving him bits of information about the war. So they know that it's pretty chaotic. And, and you know, Bran is, you know, Bran's kind of spot on, though, because the, the things that he thinks about doing are going to Last Hearth for the, to the Umbers, um, or going to White Harbor for the Mandrillies, either of which, as it turns out, would have probably, you know, they would have actually, you know, given him... Yeah. It would have been great ideas. And um, so they're, you know, they're kind of, they're debating this. Um, We also find out that uh, they took the swords from the crypts. So they have like these, these old Stark swords with them. And they kind of, you know, when Hodor's being, I mean, this is terrible, but when Hodor's being annoying, they kind of send him away to go chop at trees with the sword. Um, It's just, you know, terrible the way they are to Hodor. And, um, you know, Jojen kind of talks about how, you know, he dreamed of, you know, he dreamed of this. And, like, the whole reason that they came to Bran, because he had these dreams of, like, the chained wolf and that they had to free him. And, you know, he he's supposed to fly. And Jojen doesn't think that he can, that he can give that to Bran. Like, he doesn't know enough. And, um, you know, he thinks, like... The gods give every you know, this is kind of cool. Actually, I'll read this passage because passage, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, he says, The gods give many gifts, Bran. My sister is a hunter. It is given to her to run swiftly and stand so still she seems to vanish. She has sharp ears, keen eyes, a steady hand with net and spear. spear. She can breathe mud and fly through trees. I could not do these things no more than you could. To me, the gods gave the green dreams. And to you, you could be more than me, Bran. You are the winged wolf, and there's no saying how high and far you might fly if you had someone to teach you. How can I help you master a gift I do not understand? We remember the first men in the neck and the children of the gods who were their friends. But so much is forgotten and so much we never knew. Um, And so, you know, Mira kind of says, you know, Mira says, we're going to do what you say. And, you know, Bran's like, really? Like, I, like, you guys will do what I'm telling you to? This is awesome. <laughs> and, you know, he, he kind of thinks about their options. And then he decides that, um, and he, he's crying when he's when he's thinking about it. Um, which is really, like, he's nine. <laughs> like, nine he's nine. I mean, oh, I've seen yeah. nine-year-olds cry over, like, being forced to choose something off of a menu. <laughs> you know, like, it's really hard for even a normal nine-year-old. Um, and, you know, he decides that I want to fly, take me to the crow. And and that's how our chapter, how our chapter ends. So it's kind of a, you know, it's just like a reintroduction to Bran basically. And then, um, gives us the, the hint or the, you know, tells us where they're going next in this book. So just, just a little itty bitty chapter of them. Um, but like, if nothing else from this chapter, a summer's pretty great, like he's great wolf. <laughs> and and Mira is just like yeah. you know, and I know like obviously we we see more and more of her, but she's one of those characters I feel like is vastly underrated just because she's so like kind and patient. You think of like Mira in the situation; she's got you know a boy who can warg into a wolf and kind of you know a boy who can't walk but can warg into a wolf and will waste their time you know doing that. She's got a brother who basically is convinced he's going to die. And, you know, has all these cryptic dreams that he tells her about. And then Hodor, who, you know, just says Hodor. And, 
you know, she's kind of responsible for all of them. And she's what, like 15, if that. And, you know, she's like completely holding it together and just like, okay, you know, we've got some options. What do you want to do? You know, she's just like the best babysitter ever, basically. And, you know, and that's like intense stuff for Brand to wrap his head around. I mean, I know he's experiencing the warging, but just the thought, you know, because he mentions that the crow scares him. And it is scary stuff because it's so supernatural. And if his experience through just all the things like all the stories he would have been told um yeah i mean just to to now be faced with that reality that he's you know going towards this entity that he's not really sure about and he has to be trained by that's that's kind of scary (laughs) for anyone let alone nine-year-old well that's really it's really interesting because i mean I think that we get in other chapters that everyone else is scared for Bran when he's in summer, but Bran is never afraid. Yeah. So, and I wonder, maybe he feels comfortable because summer, but the crow is like an outside, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe that feels like yeah. something outside of him. Kind of. And I think like summer gives him that, I mean, what he can't have anymore. Like, cause he even says it like running is the yeah. best. And like yeah. that just that freedom. And I guess, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think. I mean, Hodor has to carry him everywhere. He gets nowhere except without Hodor. So I think that's why he just feels so much more comfortable and freeing when he's in summer. So I wonder if he, when they completely melt into, they just, is it like they lose themselves, but would he be free then of the crow if he just let himself like merge with summer or take over summer's body? And what happens to Brand's body? Yeah, yeah. Does he just die? Does he? Well, I'm trying to think of like what we learned from yeah that one from Vermeer. Yeah, and I think that they. I mean, isn't he trying to live a second life in one of his animals when, like, in that chapter? Yeah, I think he tries to right because that he yeah just, like that he doesn't want to. He, or is he trying to get into that woman's body? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, like he, so I guess your he's body about to would die, die then, right? As, yeah. Yes, yeah. Because okay. I think his he's been living in an animal, right? Yeah. Or well, ha- then there's the I can't whole. Remember yeah, because I, I guess you wouldn't eat anymore. Then your body would starve to death. Yeah, like in starve. a very yeah, basic yeah, yeah. form, it would starve to death. And then maybe I don't know. That point would be an escape from this. You know. This concept that he's connected. I don't know if he'd still be connected or they could pull him out. The, well, the third and then there's the whole, the whole idea that after Rob was, you know, right before Rob dies, that he warged into Greywind. And ah. you know, presumably would have lived then, on in Greywind, except yeah, that Greywind was killed. Yeah. So, you know, poor Rob died twice, maybe. Um, oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah. That's the way I've always yeah that uh. he died twice. Though there is a theory out there that Greywind somehow got away, which I've always enjoyed thinking. Yeah, but I mean, like they cut his head off, though, right? Or is it just yeah? The and and the theory gives the theory gives some pretty good. Um, oh, okay. Because it's all kind of word of mouth that that happened. Yeah. You don't get it from oh. yeah, but that's kind of what the theory is based around. And this, I mean, not highly unlikely, oh. but I do like the theory because it just let Grey Wind and Rob live on. Well, and it'd be sweet probably too, because if Grey Wind was alive, then um, Jane Westerling's brother that was trying to save him. Would probably be alive too. Yes, and that's what the yeah. and that's the theory is that they escape together. Yeah, um, oh, old is that it? Uh, yeah. Yes, that they actually got away. Okay. Uh, and are just somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, 
that's that yeah. They'll show I couldn't think of it. It's Radio Westeros, Lady Gwen, like it's her okay. theory. Is that well, good? If it never gets, gets to look into it, <laughs> if it never gets finished. We could just imagine that's what happened. Exactly. <laughs> All theories are correct until, until the books until are done. proven <laughs> otherwise. Um, Varys is a mermaid. You know, whatever that is. <laughs> Brand does think about going to Carhold, which would have, you know, at this point, um, you know. Rickard Carstark doesn't have long to live, so I don't, you know, and we know the Carstarks seem kind of shady just based on what happens to Alice, so it does seem like that might have been ultimately not a great choice, but, um, you know, White Harbor would seem to be, you know, fantastic, but, um, you know, obviously he, his destiny is, is with, um, is with the crow, so, you know, I guess we, we move forward. We move northward with Bran. Um, does anyone have anything else for this chapter? What would you pick? Actually, I'll ask a question. Would you go to the Crow, or would you um, go to one of the Stark allies, or stay at Tumbledown Tower? Hmm. Oh gosh, I think I'd be tempted to stay at the Tower, but then you're—I don't know. Manderly might be the safest, but I feel like tempted with the tower but then you'd always be anxious that somebody would find you so yeah, there's too much un- yeah. there's more uncertainty in the tower i feel like cause you just don't know who's gonna like yeah who's gonna be passing through as joden says like there's war everywhere um i probably would have went with a safer bet because going to the crow is going i mean beyond the wall so i'd definitely be trying to get to um white harbor i think i'd go to the crow just you know the Everything supernatural that's been hinted to Bran has happened. So, you know, hey. Take it a step further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of, but. Which is what I, what you know, what he gets to at the end of the yeah. chapter. I think that's what he's like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess this is what I got to do. <laughs> right. Anyone have any last thoughts on this one? No. Not me. I think that's, it's a. Uh... Yeah, it was, it was a good one. It was a good chapter, and I like Brand's stuff. I, you know, yeah. nice being in the wolves for a little while. Yes, <laughs> it is fun to be in the wolves. Agreed. Um, well, with that, then, if you do have any questions or comments for us, you can reach us at close the door and at gmail You can find us at close the door and come here on Tumblr. You can also tweet at us at door podcast. You can find us on the Jamie and Brienne subreddit. Um, like, listen, review, subscribe, all that jazz, um, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And with that, I am closing the door. Get out. <laughs>